let's get this started. If anybody can start off a podcast, and I mean if anybody can start off a podcast, not just a sports podcast, but a podcast in general, if anybody can do that, it's definitely 12 Cal. What up, what up, what up, BTG? It's your boy 12 Kyle, and I have a few things to say. Um, the one thing I want to say, Baylor, and I want your audience to keep this in mind uh, as we just close out week one of the NFL season, it's just one week. Yeah. <laughs> um, not to get too over yourself, but it's just one week. If your team won, cool. If your team lost, that's cool too. Nobody wins the Super Bowl in September. That's a fact. It's just one week. So even if your team looked as bad as the Giants, it's just one week. Even if your team looked as dominant as the San Francisco 49ers, it's just one week. Huh. Um, next thing, uh, Aaron Rodgers, shout out to him. Uh, regardless of how you feel about Aaron Rodgers as a person or his political beliefs, um, I think... And I could be wrong, but I don't think that I am. I think we've seen Aaron Rodgers play his last game. Huh. Um, he's not Kobe. And that's not to say that he could not come back from this, what appears to be an Achilles uh, rupture. But at his age and with everything that he's accomplished, I doubt very seriously that we'll see Aaron Rodgers again in an NFL uniform. Uh, he was someone who was contemplating retirement. Uh, prior to this season, and I think this will do it. If this is it, he's had a illustrious career, obviously first battle Hall of Famer, arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Top three. Uh, so salute to him. Uh, last but not least, Baylor, um, we got notification, a word yesterday that uh, LeBron James, Steph Curry, mm. Kevin Durant, mm. Anthony uh, Davis, Jason Tatum, and Draymond Green all, according to Shams from The Athletic, mm. all plan to commit to uh, USA Basketball for the upcoming Olympics. That's crazy. Uh, they have also said that um, the following players have shown, quote-unquote, serious interest. Devin Booker, Damian uh, Lillard, uh, De'Aaron Fox, and Kyrie Irving. Uh, what that tells me is what I've been saying for the last couple of weeks. Uh, the Olympic team that we just saw, well, well y'all probably saw because I didn't watch them. Uh, the Olympic team that just played, uh, they weren't that good. They were the B team, and now it's time for the A team to come out so that they can win the gold. Mm. And that's it. Peace. Appreciate that, 12, Cal, and I agree. I agree. Before we get back to the football, the Aaron Rodgers and the teams that won and lost this week, uh, let's talk a little basketball. I did get that notification as well, so we got something to look forward to. But I can honestly tell you that I'm not really that amped up for it. It's not like when I used to be a kid, it meant something, you know, to to see the the head honchos, the the stars, the superstars, the legends go out there, and because we got the best talent, right? So, and I get it, you know, but I also think that it's a, a I think there's a, a motive behind that because if i'm not mistaken it's going to be in, it's going to be held in paris i mean fashion you know i mean you sending all the head honchos up Bron at that age ad i don't the ad should just be going to watch as a fan okay at this point the money that we invested in into him i don't want him playing any extra games that he doesn't need i don't even want him playing on 2k 
okay? I don't need that type of headache uh, on me. But I think you could tweak the roster a little bit, send about three or four cats over there, maybe more, maybe send a solid, maybe send a solid starting five. You know, you know, if if you was to send Dame, hell, Dame trying to get on another team, <laughs> trade him to the <laughs> trade him to USA team. You know, send him to that team. Kyrie could do his thing. Um, but when you when you think about that roster that you just said, a lot of them cats are older, including not just Braun, but you got Curry and, and Draymond. Seems like he's getting a little older too. But I mean, he still got more years to go. Don't get me wrong, but that wear and tear on your body. It's a lot, but I mean, look, that's their personal, their personal choice. This is something that they're going to live with the rest of their lives. They snatched that goal, and, you know, Melo got, what, three of them? So that that means a lot to them. So uh, I'm not mad at it. You know, I, it's just a bit of concern about that, you know. Um, and he's right. That was the B, maybe even the C squad. And we already, I think they should keep a couple of hair, uh, players. Austin Reeves uh, was the... Um, the boy band player for that team. He got a lot of love across the world. Um, Anthony Edwards is just, he should be the next up. You know, if if there's a, a young player in the league that I would want to be the face of the league, it would definitely be uh, Anthony Edwards. Uh, but I want to, I want to stay with a uh, 12 cow content because he recently had his show uh, featuring another podcaster by the name of, I want to, I don't want to, I want to make sure I don't get his name wrong. But he has a podcast called Conversations with Lamp. Brother Lamp, uh, if you listen into this, uh, I listened to the 12 Cow episode that you had. And I also listened to the 12 Cow episode that you were featured on. And 12 Cow had a, uh, a episode about the most annoying sports fan bases. I'm not sure if I got one of these tucked away. Uh, from a while ago, I, I, but I I know it's one of those things. Now, Twelve Cal is great on researching and finding these great topics and things like that. He has his own personal views when it comes to these, but you know he's he finds this list and he goes through them. And I thought it was pretty interesting that there were certain teams on there that were considered a an annoying or having a annoying fan base that I didn't really agree with. I think Chicago Bears was on there. Uh, I can't think of too many other teams, but there were one. <laughs> there's one team. Look, I think it's universal hate when it comes to Bama. Okay, that's that's number one. Dallas is always going to be up there, top two, top two, top three, and you know, the Yankees. I was surprised that I was surprised that when when the Lakers. I'm not surprised that the Lakers is on the list, but I was surprised of the response because I don't deem to. Uh, I don't see us being annoying, but it's kind of like even Golden State fans in a way, like I don't know too many Golden State fans. And the Golden State fans that I do know, one of them is actually from the Bay Area. The rest were Clipper fans. Yeah, you know, that 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 stint that they had with Lob City, when that shit died down, uh, and, and it wasn't promising. You know, they did have a revamp roster after that because obviously they had got uh, Kawhi and PG-13, but prior to that, they had Lob City roster. And the city was on, on on a heavy buzz. You know, the Clippers were, they had billboards and all kind of random shit going on um, before they had got the billboards again and the New Jerseys and a new look. 
You know, the arena is still being built off of Century and Prairie right now, across the street from the farm. Well, down the street from the farm, I should say, across the street from SoFi. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they got a little buzz, and then a lot of those Clipper fans, rightfully so in, in a certain way, I just didn't like the talking behind it. You know, when you've been with a franchise for so long and they've disappointed you so many times, after a certain amount of time, I think you should you you got some walking papers that need to be signed and you can go elsewhere, you know. But it's it's hard for me to to respect it when you're not entrenched with the the history, you know. I mean, there's a lot of NBA buff buff uh, buffers out there, like they they know a lot of shit about the NBA in general. But you know, a real fan when you're attached to that brand, you know what I mean. So. I would consider Golden State fans not that annoying, but they 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 deserve to be on the list. But there's one, there's one fan base that, and this is coming from Twelve Cal, uh, one of his latest episodes. I want to know if y'all agree with this. Um, which reminds me, and I'm gonna jot this down. Okay, for Duke, would you say that they're not annoying, kind of annoying, super annoying, or assholes? I'm gonna take a little poll here. Okay. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go with kind of annoying. Like I said, most people in this area won't agree with me, but I just, my hatred for them is so high, I don't even pay their fan base. <laughs> so for me, they kind of annoying. I kind of agree with that because I don't, I don't know a lot of Duke fans in L.A. in general. Honestly, I may have, I mean, my nephew, Yamari, you know, he's a Duke fan, younger Duke fan at, at at that. But outside of that, I can't really tell you if I've actually met a Duke fan. I've only met, I got a, you know, my friend, uh, his father, actually, my boy Bass is a Patriots fan. And outside of him, maybe another person that I know, the a real um, Patriots fan I met years ago when I was even working for a different job and he was actually from Boston, and he had a Patriots hat on, and um, we 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 had a little talk, you know what I'm saying? Short short guy, short little white guy, whatever, super cool, man. Uh, but I told him I was like, I do not like your team. <laughs> I don't like your team. I don't like the Celtics. I don't any other team that they have. I, I definitely don't like the Boston Red Sox. I don't like no teams in Boston. The only thing I like from Boston is New Edition, and maybe. Uh, Boston Baked Beans, and that was when I was a kid. But uh, y'all go check that episode out on 12 Cows uh, Podcast, the most hated fan or uh, the most annoying fan base in sports. Uh, that was dope. And appreciate the questions, man, and and, and the content that you just sent in. Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I just got confirmation not too long ago that he'll be out for the season. And I actually seen the video. I seen the video. I It looked painful. That looked painful. You know, it kind of remind me of uh, the the finals against uh, uh, be- between Golden State and Toronto, where we actually saw it pop when we saw Katie's um, Achilles pop. You know what I mean? And when you look at, I, if you if if <laughs> if you can't take that type of content, visual content, then I wouldn't look. I mean, there's nothing bloody or gory or anything like that. But if you look at Aaron Rodgers' leg. You could definitely see that thing snap. And my God, that looks painful. 
It looked painful. And and 12 Cal is right. He's not Kobe. Because guess what? Kobe wasn't Kobe after that. You know? Um, Kobe had this... <laughs> if If Kobe could... Or if they would let him, he would try his best to play on that one leg. I don't know. I don't think he would be as effective, <laughs> but he would have probably tried to play off off of one leg. And uh, he's right, man. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is probably one of my top three quarterbacks of all time. My personal top three of all time. You know, I got Aikman up there. I like Elway. There's a lot of other quarterbacks that I like. Warren Moon. Uh, Man, it, 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 it's it's a few of them, but he's definitely up there. Because I've said it before, and I know Goldie. Shout out to Goldie. We're gonna talk about them Saints in a minute, but I, you know his his beef towards Aaron Rodgers. I don't know it was if if because he was a Drew Brees fan so much, but to me, I think that Aaron Rodgers was the most complete quarterback of all time. Did, did he win as much as Brady? Nobody has. You know. It, it, he is a quarterback that you know he was supposed to win multiple Super Bowls, bare minimum three, you know. Um, same, it's, it's kind of like the same thing with a lot of good quarterbacks to elite quarterbacks who has never won uh, or hasn't won again is that, you know, sometimes it's out of your hands. You could play an elite Hall of Fame career and only have – a defense here and there, or a playmaker here and there is 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 it was it was it was rough journey for a lot of these quarterbacks. I mean, I guess that's what set Brady apart from them is that uh, that organization was ran tight. You know what I mean? And he had the pieces, and he sacrificed a little bit of money in the front end and got more on the back end to win some of those Super Bowls. And now the Pat Mahomes of the world is. Um, you know, he has leapfrogged a lot of vintage quarterbacks uh, in the rankings of all time. I mean, let other people tell it, you know. But, um, you know, it, that's just what it is. You know, it's it's hard to get to the Super Bowl, let alone win that joint. So uh, for his career to end like that, I think a lot of people are looking forward to seeing him play for the rest of the season, especially with that Jets defense, uh, you know, uh, him having some solid weapons especially in the running back game and a few receivers and Sauce Walker on the other side, it's, that's that's disappointing. Then they end up winning the game against Buffalo, which was shocking because I actually turned off the game at one point because uh, Wilson is just, ugh. Zach Wilson is, is – it shows that, man, when a quarterback position – not and I, I tweeted this, the backup quarterback position is so pivotal – but drafting in general, I mean, when you draft a quarterback, by all means, you gotta, you gotta protect him at all costs. A good one, but to waste a draft pick on a potential, it's 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 it's, it's a rub job. It's a rub job. And Zach, I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't even know who their third string quarterback is. But is their defense is going to have to do something that we've seen before? But they won't allow you to play that type of defense anymore. So it's it's it's, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough for the Jets this season, man. And I kind of feel bad, man. Shout out to Manny B. Manny Brown. Manny B, man. I got to call Manny. I'm going to actually call Manny B. You know what? I might just call him on the show. Exclusive. Let me call, let me call Manny B on the show and see how he feels right now. Cause, and I haven't checked on, I haven't checked on Manny in, in, in a minute. 
But uh, let's let's see if Manny B. Let's see, <laughs> let's see if he answers. Come on, Manny. Let's talk about them Jets real quick. Or not. He might not be up to it. I should have sent him a text message. Yeah, Manny. When you listen to this episode, Manny, just know I, I reached out to you. I reached out to you. I probably should have reached out to you last night. All right. Well, Manny B is just one of, I don't have a lot of Jet uh, fans as friends. I don't. Not a lot. I don't know too many people that like the Jets like that. But Manny B is definitely a Jets. I got to get I gotta get his take. I'm, I'm, I'm going to text him later. Anyhow, um, let's get back to it. Another thing that 12 Cal said in the beginning of the episode was, week one shouldn't make or break you. But it sure feels good when you get a W. Okay, so as a Raider fan, watching that Denver game, uh, that was that was a good W. And the, the the one thing that I take away is our defense is still not shit. Okay, we still got a lot of improvement to do. Uh, but I got to give. A, I, I'm gonna do something that I don't really like to do all the time. But I'm not that type of fan. You know what I mean? I can be that type of fan, but I, I'm, I'm I'm really not. Shout out to Denver Broncos. They played a solid game, and the one thing that I could take away from that game is that there it looks like they're going to be okay. They're going to be better than last year, okay? Unless something happens to them, they did have some some key injuries um, during the game as well. But that offense looks much more fluent, much more better. Not the Denver Broncos offense that I'm used to seeing. Uh oh, my bad. Not the not the um, Denver Broncos that I'm used to seeing because that Denver Broncos that I used to see used to run the ball like crazy. And they had a running offense <sighs> since the 90s, dog. Like, they used to run that rock. <laughs> they used to stay with a stable of running backs. But this time around, it's like I don't I don't recognize a lot of those players on that team. I mean, even Russell Wilson, um, he looks out of yeah. – he doesn't belong in Colorado, and I don't think he's going to last that long because I don't think they're patient enough to let him stay that long because I did not I don't know, really want to know what it is. Maybe it's because the Denver Bronco fans might be riding off the 90s or whatever. They feel like they deserve better. Uh, I mean, but every team does at this point, you know. It's just, you know, or maybe it could, but it could be the expectations of a quarterback like that. But we, we are starting to see how important certain quarterbacks is when it comes to their coach. So that's another thing. A lot of these a lot of these players can go to a different team and then still produce at that same level or higher. And then you can see some of these elite or great players drop off a little bit depending on the coach, you know, the scheme. You know, so that it's a lot, man. I, I just finished seeing the clip on IG and they said, yeah, as far as the offense, when we put in the offensive play, we got to discuss it with the offensive line coach, with the running back coach, with the receiver coach, with the offensive coordinator. I don't, that's it's a lot. We make as a fan base, when we sit back and look at that, we don't understand the details that that's involved in that. Everything that has to go together. You know what I mean? And then watching these former players on, that's on YouTube, on these podcasts and stuff like that, they will break down how difficult it is to remember certain plays, uh, when the stadium is too loud, 
you know, when you can't really hear the play calling and things like that, they really break that down. And for a typical fan, we don't understand how difficult it is to get the finished product on the field and then make it all work. Uh-oh, here come Manny B. Manny B, Manny B, before you, before you say anything incriminating, just let you know you are live on Overrun with BTG. I had just finished talking about your Jets. I wanted to check in on you. My fan base was like, no, 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 you can't talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets without calling Manny B. So here I am. How are you feeling today, yeah. guy? Uh, man, I'm listen, man, I'm numb, bro. I'm numb. You know, as a Jet fan, it's kind of like you always wait for the worst for the worst shit to happen. So it's like I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. I didn't think it was going to happen first four plays of the first game. But, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Wait, but it is look, what it is. At the same time, look, you still got Sauce Gardner. OK, you still got some weapons and you got you got a solid defense. Y'all had a comeback. <sighs> Last night, that was unexpected. Vegas is set on fire right now. So it's literally you guys are a quarterback away from being, uh, I mean, relevant. But how, many te- but how many teams can you say that about? You know, you can say that about a lot of teams. You're only a quarterback away. I feel like I would feel better if we had a kid behind him that was like, you know, man, there's so much promise and potential. You know what I mean? With Zach Wilson, it's like there's a reason why you went out and got Aaron Rodgers. It's because Zach Wilson couldn't get the job done. This is true. You know, you, you had you had relied on him, and he just wasn't getting the job done. Now, listen, do I think the kid is in a better position this year to, to be successful? I do, just because there's no pressure. There was no pressure on him, so there, there, there isn't that – that like yo, you gotta save the franchise again. Mm-hmm. Mentality that it comes with a with the with the with the number two overall pick. So maybe, just maybe, he's in a better position to succeed. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know, what I mean, it's like there's a reason why we went out and got Aaron Rodgers is because we couldn't count on this dude. So it's like now we're kind of back to square one. So yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, listen, I, I the defense is really good. We have a pretty good offense. You know, the offensive line is still a concern. Hence, hence in point, Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. Uh, Dwayne Brown is shot. So I think they need to definitely make an upgrade there. Um, I, I just think for me, personally, as a Jet fan, you gotta, you're going to have to go out and get a veteran QB. I don't know who that person is. I don't even know what the options are. But you're going to have to go out and get a veteran QB. Because right now, it's Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle. Exactly. If you're Googling who Tim Boyle is, you and I both. Like, so, Yeah. They're gonna have to go out and get some sort of a vet to be in that room with them because you know he's you know at some point he's gonna struggle. You know at some point he's gonna revert back to well, he, Zach Wilson. That's gonna cost. Well, you he struggled. He struggled. So, he struggled that game. Yeah, he struggled last night. Like it wasn't great. Yeah, he struggled. You know, they they, very, they, y'all was they booing him. Very, exactly. They kept it very conservative with him. They didn't allow him to do too much. You know. You know he made some good passes. You know, but at the end of the day, he had a pick, and you know, he, he you know, the Sauce Gardner catch in the end zone, that was more about, or that, not Sauce, the the Garrett Wilson catch in the end zone was more about Garrett Wilson than it was about, you know, Zach Wilson making a hell of a throw. Who, who's I mean, that? that, who's, that throw who, who's that safety y'all got back there? White. Who's that guy? Uh, Jordan, Jordan Jordan Whitehead. Oh man, that guy is. He 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 got it. Listen, he, he's he's going after that rock. Bro, let, let's not get it twisted, bro. As, as incredible as that game was last night, and as and listen, I think the Jets did a lot of things great. They stayed with it because that I'll tell you what. As a Jet fan last year, if they lose Aaron Rodgers four plays into the season, the Jets lose that game. They get down on themselves. They beat themselves up. They make mistakes. They lose that game. So already you've seen some growth and some maturation. That being said, 
That being said, let's be let's keep it a buck, man. Josh Allen gave that game away for the Jets. Yeah, he but Josh Allen he comes off of that. He's from that Brett Favre tree, though. He's a gunslinger. You know what I mean? Yeah. True. So so you said, and, but you and, said something. One, in, one more, one more, one more, one more thing. Can, can, can we keep the same energy um, that most people have for Lamar Jackson now to Josh Allen? I'm just saying. Can I? Can we? Can we do that? As a football fan, can we can we keep that same energy? But, but you know I just why? That same you, smoke. Okay, <laughs> you know why I think that energy is different is because Josh Allen is still on the field. He's he's mm. he's more durable. Okay, that's okay. The, I think that I think I think that's <laughs> okay. only and you know that you know the stigma with black quarterbacks, especially black quarterbacks yeah. that yeah, use yeah, their yeah. legs. Okay, so yeah. um, no, but I get it. I mean, the B- B- Buffalo is looked at to be a contender. It has been looked at to be a contender for the past couple of years. So with Lamar Jackson, with the injury set, it was a bad look towards the end of the season with the injury, and then the whole you know wanting to get paid a certain amount, et cetera. B, 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 B you, you, I love you. you. You, I think I can't, I can't remember the stat, but over in his last nineteen games played, I think he's got over twenty something turnovers. Uh huh. If that was, if that was Lamar, and, and somebody correct me on the stat, I know his last 19 games is a certain number of, of turnovers. I can't remember the exact number, but if that was Lamar Jackson, you know, cats would be frying this dude. They the would media. be on his bumper. Let me ask you a question right now, since y'all got a vacancy. Who would you rather have, Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson? I'd rather have Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Me personally. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. I, I feel like Lamar. I, listen, and this is not me being a Jet fan, hating all. Like, listen, Josh Allen is a tremendous talent at the quarterback position. Like, the dude is an incredible player when he wants to be, when he's playing at his at his best. But Lamar Jackson. I mean, honestly, what does what does Josh Allen do better that Lamar Jackson doesn't do? Well, he put up more fantasy points than Lamar this time around, and and I and he I felt, and I felt that because you want to look. If you really want to know, I I wanted Josh Allen on one at least one of my teams. I'm in three leagues right now, and guess who all three of my starting quarterbacks are? Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. So. I yeah. mean, outside outside of outside of having a better arm. Can you say that Josh Allen's better in the pocket than Lamar Jackson? I mean, maybe, I guess. Well, what's being better in the pocket as far as picking up his reads better or what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, what are you, what are you, what are you grading it on? I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, in, in what planet does Josh Allen do anything better than Lamar Jackson does? And I could argue Josh Allen's had way more talent around him than Lamar Jackson. Can Lamar, had. Can and Lamar, Lamar Jackson's won an MVP. Can, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, that's the, I mean, that might be the end of discussion then. <laughs> Lamar Jackson never has had a receiver the, the likes of of, uh, uh, of Stephon Diggs. That's a fact. That's we can a argue fact. he hasn't even had a receiver as good as Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is nice too. He's nice. Exactly. He's nice. He's nice. Outside of Mark Andrews, who's a great tight end, and he's been he was out this week. Exactly. Who? The, exactly. Right. And, 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 and they lost. Much washed. And they lost J.K. Dobbins too for the season. Exactly. Brian. Remember Brian Dable fixed Josh Allen a lot. Yeah. Like that that goes unnoticed. And I think a lot of people are starting to notice that now. But I feel like Brian Dable had a lot to do with Josh Allen's ascension as a quarterback. Lamar Jackson never had that. Okay. I mean you, you got you could you could argue you could argue Lamar Jackson's been successful with the Ravens in spite of the Ravens coaching staff if you really want to keep it a buck. A front office, I would say, because I mean they 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 haven't they're they're having trouble with surrounding him with weapons like you said. 
You know, they, exactly. they've had running back. Shout out to my boy OTR Mike. They've been having running back issues for the past couple of seasons, and they, I mean, with with having uh, Odell over there, that's just a name. You know, we know that's not yeah. the that's not the uh, right. Odell of old. So, yeah, they don't. Have, he doesn't have. Right, he's right, do, right. he has now, done listen, more. They could have that receiver now. No, I was gonna say they could have that receiver now and Zay Flowers because Zay Flowers is nice. Yeah, he is so solid. We'll see. Yeah, so we'll see if he becomes that receiver, but. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying, man. I I want to I want to make this a Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson argument. All I'm saying is let's just keep the same smoke that we have for Lamar Jackson for Josh Allen now. You know what? Let, let's, just, let's just keep it a buck. Just for you, Manny, I will keep a close eye on those two for the rest of the season because you you have a point. Even though Buffalo is in the same division, and I I, I can hear a little bit. <laughs> I can hear a little bit. <laughs> I can hear it's a, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little hate. It's a little hate. You know, no, a little but, bit. You know, it's a little bit. But you make you make it you make a good point because Lamar Jackson's been getting criticized since he's gotten to the league. You know what I mean? As far uh, as his his accuracy and everything, this, that, and when he's turned him into a receiver, stuff. yeah, we know, we right? know, we know. I mean, the Duke, the Duke still gets criticized, and he's the youngest MVP in league history. Yeah, like, I don't understand that. Like, how are you still criticizing this man? Uh, he's good. I think, but he will always be overshadowed by Pat Mahomes at the end of the day. True. I think I think he, I think he can get past the. I think he can he he can end up having a much better career than Josh Allen. That, I think that's going to be his head to head nemesis. But as far as catching up to Pat Mahomes, they already they've already. Well, listen, nobody uh, no, nobody's catching up to Mahomes. Mahomes are, is in, a, in, a cl- in his in his stratosphere on his own. Yeah. Right now, I think the discussion is between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow, specifically Allen and 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 Jackson because you, they were in the same Wait, how you class. how you feel about Joe Burrow? Oh, I love Burrow. I mean, listen, he had a terrible game, yeah, awful game. That's probably the worst game I've seen him play um, as a pro. Um, he had a bad game. I think part of it was being out so long in the preseason. I mean, he pretty much didn't play at all in the preseason. He had the injury. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, listen, give the Browns credit. You know, give Jim Schwartz credit. You know, he devised that a great game plan. The condition, up. the conditions was bad. So obviously, when you're in that, when you're in that, you're in those that sloppy weather. It's hard for any quarterback to succeed in that in that situation. But I just didn't like the play calling. I, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't understand Zach Taylor's offense there. I mean, I, I, to me, you got Joe Mixon there. I just try to run the ball more. Um, um, you know, the Bengals offensive line is still an issue. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be worried about Joe Burrow. I, I just I think Joe, you know, Joe Burrow going to figure it out. I mean, yeah. it, it's only a matter of time. He was due for a bad game. First game back. Um, and then, again, that wasn't a great matchup to play. Plus, that defense was motivated. You know, the L's common, all that. Well, 12, you know, 12, 12, you know, Cal said, 12 Cal said at the top of the episode that week one doesn't determine a Super Bowl. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. I mean, shit. <laughs> if, if it was up to week one, it'd be a lot of teams that'd be Super Bowl champions right now. Including but, my Raiders. You know, you know how that go. You know how that go. <laughs> all right. So look, before <laughs> before I get you up out of here, because I thank you for blessing this show. Um, I got a question for you, As, and and I, I've I've said my I've said my piece on it earlier. So you uh-huh. got to tap you got to tap in tomorrow to hear what I say about it. But I want to get your view on yep. it because me and you, uh, and shout out to Jarv, we are Laker fans. Yes, sir. With the latest news that just dropped about Bron saying he wants to go to Paris, AD said he wants to go to Paris, and he wants to bring the gang with him. How do you feel? I don't. I mean, it 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 looks good. It sounds good. But as a Laker fan, not as a USA fan, as a Laker fan, right. how do you feel about Bron and AD saying that? Uh, I mean. It is what it is. I mean, a lot of it is a lot of it is branding. You know how it is. You know these these dudes these dudes 
a lot of it, a lot of it is, is is their own personal brand. So it mm-hmm. helps the brand, you know, that they want to play you a team USA. It helps the LeBron narrative that, you know, look at it. Look at this. LeBron's coming back in to to save Team USA. I mean, it, a lot of it is 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 branding and, and it, you know, it looks good on the headlines. Oh, wow. Look at AD and LeBron. They want to play. It, it, it fits the marketing. Honestly, I'm I'm more concerned with these dudes being healthy and available for the regular season. That, that's what I'm concerned with. I don't really care about the Olympics, honestly, like that. Like, you know, it's great. It's great for the Olympics. It's great for them, I guess, and their brand that they want to play and they want to be they want to be available for Team USA. But honestly, I'm just focused on them being healthy and ready to go because we got a squad, bro. But we got a squad. We, we, got, a hell, we got a hell of a squad. But how do you feel? Do you, would you would you want that to happen? Do you want to see that? Are you are are uh, you against I mean, it? I, I, I'm not against it. Like if 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 you tell me right now that they're gonna be if LeBron's gonna play out of eighty two games, LeBron's gonna be available for sixty to sixty five games, and AD's gonna play sixty to sixty five games, and they're gonna be healthy and play up to their levels in the postseason with no issues, then yeah, I'm cool with it. But if LeBron's gonna have another season where he only plays fifty games or forty five games, AD's gonna be perpetually injured like he always is. And then then you're telling me, oh, but, you know, they'll be right for the Olympics. Then I got a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, the focus should always still be the Lakers, and it should still be about making this championship run. Right. But if you're telling me right now that I can count on LeBron being healthy for 60 to 65 games, AD being healthy for 65 to 70 games, and they're at their peaks in the postseason, and then they want to play in, in Team USA, mm-hmm. then I'm good with that. Okay. One more question before you get up out of here. How important is Austin Reeves to our offense this year? He's important. He's he's a playmaker, man. You know, the thing about LeBron, man, the thing that's been underrated about LeBron is that he's always had, you know, along the narrative of LeBron being ball dominant, which is true, but he's always had playmakers around him. And he's been at his best when he's had additional playmakers um, kind of running the offense. And Austin Reeves is a playmaker, man. And I think he's only going to get better and better. He's a really good shooter. He's a good distributor of the basketball. Um you know, he's a better defensive player than people give him credit for, too. You know, he's not he's not a lockdown defender, but he competes on the defensive end. He plays the passing lanes well. Um, you know, listen, he, he's, you know, say what you want to say. I know Laker haters out there want to, oh, he's being built up by the Lakers. Listen, Austin Reeves is a hell of a player, man. Yeah. He, and he's getting better year in and year out. And I think he is, he, I, he, he may not be, obviously he's not the best Laker. And you could argue AD is probably the most important Laker. Yeah. But. He's up there with AD as being important. Like I think if if you lost Austin Reeves for any period of time, I think that would severely hurt our team. I really do. That's I think fact. Austin Reeves is that important to the team, man. I think he just does. He's one of those guys. He's a basketball player. Yeah. You know how in baseball people say, "Oh, he's a baseball player." Austin Reeves is just a basketball player. He be hooping. Like, he, he just he be does. Hooping. He just hoops. He yeah. just hoops. He's a hooper. He just does every. He just a, he does a little bit of everything that just helps you win. You need it. You need him to score twenty points, twenty twenty five points. He'll do that. Yeah. You need him to, to to drop seven to ten assists. He'll do that. You need him to be kind of a, a facilitator of the offense. He'll do that. You know, he'll he'll play a little bit of defense. He'll play the passing lanes well. You know, he's a good he's a good help defender. Yeah, you know, like he'll do everything on the basketball court to win. Yeah, because he, so, he 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 yeah. will have out of out of eighty two games, uh, he probably he probably will have about anywhere between between ten to fifteen games where he's him, and when he's yeah. him. He get hot, yo. He 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 might he got to win a ring for me to say this though. He can go down as one of the one of the top Showtime players. Hear what I said? I didn't say top Laker, but Showtime players. Okay, because he will he will put on a show for us. 
And I'm glad we kept him. And we yeah. kept him at a re- and, and, to, and the money we kept him at. I mean, that's a steal. Because he's Honestly, a Laker. Because he's a, a Laker, Manny. He's a Laker. If he if he didn't yeah, he stay, if he, if he would have went to Houston, that means yeah, it's, it's time for me to but take. But he's smart. He's smart. Why are you going to Houston for what? You could be in L.A. You, you, every, obviously, you're a Laker fan, but you could be in L.A. You got a chance to win a ring. Like you could get your bread any other time. But, but go, you know what's better: getting your bread or getting a little bit of bread, but getting that notoriety and that bump that you get from playing with the Lakers. Well, well, late, what as of lately, Gilbert Arenas said he's taking the money over the rings. I mean, that's hey, listen, <laughs> it's, it's Gilbert. It is <laughs> let's, Gilbert. Let's not act like Gilbert is the is the is the beacon of uh, great judgment. <laughs> let's put it that way. <laughs> let's just put it that way. I, I I I ain't going to Gilbert Arenas for 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 <laughs> for judgment call. Let's just put it that way. Um, but yeah, man, I listen. I think I think at the end of the day, Reeves is is if if not the most important Laker, definitely in the discussion with AD as the most important Laker. Yeah. Uh, I think he's just that that. And listen, we really took off last year when we put him in the starting lineup. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now, look, I wouldn't. I would be crazy if I. I know I said that was going to be the last one, but Twelve Cow had an episode uh, with with a uh, with a guest on by the name of Lamp, and they were going through a list of the most annoying fan bases. I was surprised Ooh. to find out. That when the Lakers did make that list, obviously, but they didn't have any problems with the Lakers fans. But they did have a problem with the Duke fans. How do you feel about that, Manny? I don't, I don't understand. Like, so listen, I feel like I feel like people. I, listen, full disclosure, I'm a Duke fan. Wait, um, wait, before you even, before know. you even go off, the reason why I called Manny because of the Jets. Duke and the Lakers. Manny can talk about all three of those, and if I even throw in his goddamn. Are you a Mets fan? I'm a Mets fan. If, you know I, th- if I throw in the Mets, Manny can can do an episode for four hours straight on each team. <laughs> I could. I could. Shit, let me cook, I'll be in that bitch all day. So how you do, no, how listen. do you feel about all three of us, Mr. Lamp, 12 Cal, and BTG, criticizing Duke? I don't understand. I mean, listen, I get it. I get it. It's far for the course. When you've been when you've been the top college basketball program over the last 25 years. Wow. 30, really, if you that's want to a be, lot. if you, if you, if you, I mean, honestly, who's, who's had a more consistent run than Duke? The three times we haven't made the tournament. I don't even count 2020. Cause we would have made the tournament in 2020. Are you but, talking about a all time? time? Are you talking about a all time? No, I'm just saying over the 30 years, obviously oh. we talk all time. You got to throw UCLA. You got it. Okay. I just, I just wanted you to say that. <laughs> Yeah, we we wouldn't did back in the day. Obviously, it's unmatched. I mean, y'all was only. I mean, there was only like ten teams in the goddamn tournament see, anyway. Yeah, but let, let, let's. Let, but you know, whatever. I'm, I'm gonna let you have that. I'm gonna let you have that. But in <laughs> modern college basketball, in modern college basketball, since basically nineteen, basically since 1985, okay. 1980, uh, 1980, since 1980, who's been more dominant and more consistent than Duke? Not that we've won championships every year. But that we've been dominant, we've been the face of college basketball. I mean, let's I mean, be, I mean the Kentucky, two, the, Kentucky the three got, times we didn't make the tournament. I think it's. I think in that time frame we haven't made the tournament. I think three or four. I think. I think it's been like a handful of times. I think Kentucky got something to Duke, say something about that. Kentucky got something to say about that. Arizona has something to say about that. But Arizona had down periods. Kentucky had down periods. Duke has been consistent throughout that time period, outside of like a couple years where Coach K had hurt his back. And he was out. Remember that? He, you know, they missed the 95 yeah. turn because Coach K was out. And, you know, and 2000, it was 2021, 
when we would have made the tournament if 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 uh Mark um if Mark Williams didn't get hurt the end of the year and we would have made the tournament. We still finished above 500. We would have made the tournament otherwise. North Carolina got something to say about that. But North Carolina's had years where they missed the tournament. I don't care for North Carolina. They've had years where they've been bad. They've had years when they've been bad. You know, remember this? Remember the the, the Doherty days? Like, you know, for a couple years they were bad with Doherty. Like, so, again, as far as consistency, as far as level of excellence, as far as recruits, as far as everything, man, Duke's been the team. So I, obviously that happens. It gets a lot of hate. Plus the perception around Duke that, you know, they're an uppity white school. They only recruit rich kids, you know, all that, even though they've had more black superstar players the last 10, 15 years. But, you know, there's still that narrative of the Duke white player and all that. So, listen, it, I'm not surprised. I mean, I mean, fan, I I mean if it. y'all end up getting Cooper flag, I, mean, I think the narrative is still going to stay the same because he looks like a Duke player. Cooper Flag. Oh, I mean, Cooper yeah. Flag looks like a blue collar Duke player. Major I mean, game. Major game, though. But 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 you know what bothers me with that? You know what bothers me with that narrative, though? What's that? It's like it's only applied to Duke because if Cooper Flag or 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 JJ Reddick would have played at Kentucky, you wouldn't have said that shit about Kentucky. They you don't look like about you, Indiana. They don't look like Kentucky players, though. You know that Cooper Flag. Cooper <laughs> Flag looks like he's already going to Duke. He looks yeah, like a dude but, player. But 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 here's the thing though, these dudes are great though. They're great players. They it's are. It's not like we're it's not like we're 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 getting these guys and building them up. These guys like honestly, any team in America would have taken Christian Leitner. Any team in America would have taken uh Christian Leitner made uh, the uh didn't he make the Christian Leitner made the dream team, didn't he? I was to make the dream team. You could argue it could have been it should have been Shaq. Hey, listen, we could we could revisit that conversation all day, every day. But listen. These dudes, you know, say what you want to say about Duke, the Duke white player, is he overhyped, is he over whatever. They're good players. They and they're are. players that should get they should get the attention. Now, to what level, to what degree, are they overrated? I mean, sure, if you want to say that, but they're great players that any team, most teams in America would want to have those type of players. So listen, Cooper Flag might be the best player in the college in college basketball next year. So um if he goes to Duke. It's it's just another another player in a long line of guys. I mean, we get the guys to come here. Let's just let's just call it that way. You know, yeah, we get y'all the guys to come y'all here. y'all stay with y'all stay with talent. I would just argue that UCLA, uh, they 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 actually get better when they get to the pros, especially our point guards. <laughs> I mean, and and this is the thing that makes people hate us, right? Even more, right? Who who basically created the one and done? Kentucky, right? Kentucky, Kentucky, and, and, yeah. Well, Kentucky, well, it was definitely. Calipari. He did it at Memphis first, but Kentucky really was the ones that really like really blew the the, the one and done shit out of the water. Yeah. What did we do? We took their formula and we perfected it. Perfected it. Perfected it because yeah, listen, look, look. Cal's even backed off the one and done shits now. But I Cal's mean, like yo. But I mean, because it's hurting the sport. It always hurted the sport of college basketball. It, now listen, to keep it a buck, it is hurting the sport. I, don't, I, I, as a fan, I don't like one and done because these cats are going I'm, into the league undeveloped, undeveloped, and it hurts your college team. Like you don't, it, it hurts your team because you have no real identity. Your identity is just that one year with Zion, or you, you can't be, you with, can't build with, off of nothing. Yeah, you can't build off of nothing because, you know, you got these dudes for essentially six months, and then once the tournament's over, they're done. So it's like, what are we building? Like, what is what is the what 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 are we doing here? So yeah, no, I I listen, as a fan, if you gave me truth serum, I'll tell you, yeah, I don't I don't like it. I th- I think it hurts the sport. 
Um, they're not going to change it now. Uh, you know, they're, they've, you know, the NCAA has been, 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 been steadfast against changing it. So, well, I mean, they can't do nothing about it anyway anymore because of the NIL deals now. So, oh, NIL, yeah, now. So it's, it's, it's here to stay. But, you know, it's, it's, it's got, I mean, I would say this NIL is giving it a little bit more balance. So it's giving guys at least the option of staying in school a year longer, a year or two longer because of NIL. Yeah. So I think that's, that's provided a counterbalance. But yeah, I think overall, one and done has been, has been hurtful to not just any, the NBA. But it's been de- it's been definitely hurtful to college basketball. There we go. See, shout out. Hey, I want y'all to know something. When you call one of your compadres up that know how to podcast and become a part of the show, when I mean, this was just this. It turned in from being a part of the show to being featured on the show. You know what I mean? Because he started out saying that they might as well, the Jets might as well tank for Caleb Williams. I think that's what the Jets are going to do. They're going to take. I ain't saying all that. Listen, I ain't saying all that now. Come on now, you you dragging it now. I ain't saying all that. I ain't saying all that. I ain't saying all that. Oh, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me let me add this though. Let me okay. add this though. The one I guess bit of luck from all of this terrible shit the Jets going on right now. Uh-huh. The Jets get to the Jets get to keep their first round pick because obviously Rodgers is not going to play them all. the so the the deal the deal was contingent on Rodgers playing 70% of his snaps and the Packers would get the Jets first round pick. Uh-huh. Obviously that's not going to happen. So now the Jets get to keep their first round pick depending on what happens this year. Let's say the Jets go 10 and 7, barely make the playoffs and then lose in the first round. They'll get a pick in the 20s. This draft is loaded with QBs. I mean, you may have five or six guys going the first round. Just saying. Okay, but which Just one? Saying, which, which, one light, which one would you rather have? Caleb Wood. Which one would I rather have? A what? You QBs? Would, yeah. And young QBs? Yeah, they not. They not old in college. I mean, listen. I mean, shit. I mean, the, I mean, wasn't wasn't the Georgia QB like thirty five? That's, that's true. How old? How old was old boy from uh, from uh, Florida State? Chris Winkie. Oh, uh, Chris Winkie. Yeah, no, not Chris Winkie. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, damn. What is his? What was his name? Who won the Heisman? Shit. I know what you talk about, but yeah, he was like thirty. <laughs> nah. But all jokes aside, all jokes aside. I mean, listen. Who would I rather have? I mean, obviously, I don't think we're gonna get Caleb Williams. I, I think we really have to. Be, I mean, this season would definitely have to turn into a disaster to get Caleb Williams. Um. You know, but outside of Caleb Williams, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys out there, man. I really like Michael Penix, bro. I, I think Michael Penix is a star. He's got a great arm. He's got a he's a great QB. Um, I think if he if you can luck out and get him somewhere in the twenties, because I don't think he'll go top top ten to top fifteen. But if you can get him in the twenties, Michael Penix. That's our next quarterback. That, that's a steal. That's a steal. Um, I like Penix. I like the kid out of Duke. The quarterback oh, out of Duke. Yeah, he getting a lot of buzz. Riley Leonard. He's getting a lot of buzz. He's nice. He's nice yeah. with it. He's nice with it. Shadour Sanders. I mean, listen. Yo. It, it, it's, Yo. It's, it's not a. It's not crazy to think that Shador could be a top twenty-five pick. Maybe the Jets scoop him up. He, he's eligible for the draft after this season. Yeah, he is because he's he he's yeah because this would be he'd be two full years in college. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, he's he's yeah I think he's eligible. Okay, he looked good in that pocket. But he still, yeah, he's, he's not, I, he, I still have to see him against Oregon and, and SC coming up, bro. If he continued to ball out the way I didn't think he was that good, I didn't. Now, to be fair, I didn't watch him a lot. I mean, how many of us watched? I didn't watch him a know? lot at Jackson State. Right, exactly. So, but yo, so I've watched his games closely now. The last two games, kid is nice. 
Yeah. Kid is he, nice. He's solid. He's solid. He's solid. Kid is nice. But 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 all I'm saying is, man, if you need a quarterback, a young quarterback, this is the draft because you're going to have five or six guys easily go in the first round. You could argue you could have six guys go in the first round um, yeah. in this year's draft. So And they're not all going to be in the top ten. So, listen, it, it might be a shitty way to get there, but the Jets might might still have some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's how I choose to look at it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray for y'all. Uh, pray for us, bro. Pray that's, for us. That's man. Manny B. And, matter of fact, if you listening, pray, pray for us, man. We need it, man. We yeah. need it right now. That that's that's Manny B. You know what I mean? Um, any given Sunday podcast that I'm, I'm, I'm any given Sunday, any given time, I'm, I'll be ready for an episode. Uh, uh, yeah, man. We, you know, listen. Life is life right now, so you know we're trying to find this, the right time. But hey, we might we might drop sooner than y'all think. Just just keep your uh, just keep your ears to the streets. Follow me on Twitter or X or whatever at the Brannual Man. Yeah, the man. Brannual, the Manual Brown on Twitter X whatever whatever you want to call it. Yeah, because because any given Sunday is caught up somewhere in the gray area, and neither one of them has returned yet. But shout out, shout out to my brethren out there. Shout out to the yes, Jets sir. and uh, many. I'm about to go get on this 2K real quick. I got a seven foot center. That's a glass cleaner and finesse in the paint. Uh, listen, if you were saying Madden, I would say, do you have a quarterback that we that you can spin in like virtual reality? <laughs> hey, I got. Hey, I, I'm actually a running back for the Bears right now, and I'm having my quarterback walls with Justin Fields because he doesn't know how to throw the ball downfield. Yeah, that, that's 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 a that's a that's a rough that's a rough one. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Manny B, man. I appreciate you being on the show. Yep. You. Yep. yep, that was Manny right there. He said he's taking for he's tanking for Caleb. He he know he want to tank for Caleb. He <laughs> and you know what? It might not be Chris. Did I say Chris Winky? I forgot who the quarterback I was. We was talking about that was old. Uh, Twelve Cal probably yelling at the phone now. It wasn't Chris Winky. Anyhow, uh, yeah, that was Manny B. So let's get back to it. I might as well end the show on the last topic. Um. What was some other? Oh, we got to talk about Dion real quick. So we seen what Colorado did to Nebraska, um, but a lot of people are still not sold. Now, my boy Jo said that a lot of hatred has not only been coming from, you know, expected people in college football, right? We know who the expected people are, but what about our own people that have been hating on Prime? And I know Prime has rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, and I get it. You know what I mean? Um, but aren't we pushing for his success to see if those doors can open for other coaches to come in and show their talent? I think uh, Dion has shown what we've seen before, but he has been also consistent with it and has never really been accepted for it. And that's been talking out loud, being uh, confident in himself. Uh, but he has a loud voice and he has a confident voice. You know, we've seen the same type of energy coming from LeVar Ball. He got LeVar Ball was uh, criticized on both sides from the expected people and from our own people. And, you know, maybe, you know, I can't, again, 12 Cal can speak more than this than I can because 12 Cal went to an HBCU. And that is a culture that they really, really, really uh, appreciate and love. And, it, you know, that it's, it's a Bible over there that, that they go by. You know, so and it's like they feel like they feel like Dion was using the HBCU um, platform as a stepping stone. 
Um, and they, they have an issue with that. I can't get into that type of beef because I didn't go to an HBCU. And I'm not, you know, an all-out fan of Dion like that. But we've seen the progression that he has had as a coach. And he obviously he seems like he loved coaching kids. So I would just want to see if he's able to open the door. And and I don't know how long he's going to be at Colorado. You know, maybe he had – we don't really know his plans. Only he does because I didn't see the Colorado move happening. You know what I mean? So, again, I, I think sometimes we need to sit back and realize that is it personal or is it just business? You know what I mean? And this this cat is making moves. And, you know, I mean, but we still got to play ball. And when once he started winning these big games – I think a lot of criticizers might might tiptoe to the other side of being believers or whatever. But um yeah, I'm I'm I believe in his talent as a coach. I just need to see him play against better talent or whatever. It's nothing personal with me. I just want to see uh great games uh in the future cuz I definitely want to see that Saban matchup and that's just pure um you know uh I just want to see a lot of ratings when it comes to that game. <laughs> uh, same thing with, you know, him going to play against his alma mater in uh, Florida State. I would love to see that. You know, a lot of people speculate that he would, if that job was available, that he would probably get it this time around. But we'll see. You know, I, I don't want to hope that he doesn't get it, but I want to see him coach against Florida State. I want to see him coach against Bama. Do I think that Colorado team is ready now? Absolutely not. Will it be ready in the future? Well, I mean, that depends on recruiting. You know what I mean? So we'll see. Outside of that, unexpected featured episode with Manny B. But, uh, yeah, Manny B, he could talk some sports. So I'm out of here on that note. I mean, Manny B just pretty much uh, did the episode for me this week. <laughs> Oprah with BTG, man. Uh, we'll see who the next guest is next week. I'm out.